Blog Talk Radio. He's a man who's going to tell you like it is. You can never be afraid of something that you don't know about. Now that's ignorance, and for us, ignorance is not bliss. He's a man who's not afraid to talk about the real issues and not skate around it. Don't you think it's about time that you got tired of where you are? I mean, you have got to be ready for God to do something for you and let him move. He's a man who loves his God, his country, and his people. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not too fond of the political state of the world, and particularly the U.S. as it is right now. But if you want change, you have to make it happen. You can't keep settling for less than what you ought to have. He's a man who's sowing seeds of life, love, and liberation to anybody who's willing to hear. There comes a point in time where everybody just needs to shut their mouth up and listen to God. And God is the one who will lead us, and God is in all truth. He'll tell us everything we need. That covers every area, every facet, from politics to church to you name it. God's got it covered. He's a man that seeks the heart of God for the people of God. You're listening to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Good morning, everyone, and happy Wednesday. It is um, today. <laughs> happy Wednesday, everyone. Uh, welcome to Zero Today. I'm your humble host, Lorenzo Neal, hailing from Cajun Land, USA. It'll promote you with seeds of wisdom, insight, liberation, empowerment, promoting a knowledge that is engaging and transforming. And uh, every time we do this show, we hope that you, our listeners, are empowered and liberated. And I'm trying to do too much here this morning. Um, I I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm trying to do do this live thing and have no idea of what's going on. I I think I'm doing YouTube live, Um, but I don't know. So anyway... Anyway, we are here this morning, and it's a wonderful day of May. And once we figure all this stuff out, we'll we'll hmm. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. That's sad. Trying to do new stuff, and anyway, anyway, um, welcome. Um, appreciate you tuning in and following what we are doing, what we're trying to do here in uh, on this show. Every time we get on the show, we try to be engaging. All right. Okay, I think we are getting somewhere here. Yeah, yeah, we're getting somewhere. All right. So, um, again, this is Pastor Lorenzo Neal. I apologize for the uh, dead air. Um, apparently, we were not connected as I thought. Um, I don't know what's going on, and we're still trying to get a. Uh, connection, but right now we use backup technology, <laughs> telephone. <laughs> 
But anyway, uh, so this morning I want to talk about um, a couple of things that's been going on um, that I think are relevant. I want to lead off with uh, acknowledging the passing of a great man, great scholar, thinker, theologian, and um, person that I had great admiration for in the person of the Reverend Dr. James H. Cohn. Um, if you're not familiar with Dr. Cohn, Dr. Cohn is the premier voice of what now is known as black liberation uh, theology. Um, he was the premier voice in the 60s, 70s, um, uh, engaging um, theological thought and racial issues. Um, he published a number of books. One of his most pertinent, uh, two of his most pertinent, is um, A Black Theology of Liberation um, and uh, God of the Oppressed. And, you know, he was a scholar. He was a, um, he was a, 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 a very learned man and um, professor. Many people, many people revered him in this, in his, uh, in his quest for uh, making the reality of race and religious relationships um, prominent or pertinent. Um, he was radical. He was pretty much radical. I had the opportunity of meeting him on several occasions. I had the opportunity to meet his brother. Um, um, I had the opportunity to preach, and um, they grew up in a very small town in Arkansas, and I had the chance to preach at their home church. Uh, on, well, actually, on several cha- several occasions, preach at their home church and minister at their home church uh, in Bearden, Arkansas. And I recall the stories of he and his brother and their family and how they dealt with the oppression they were experiencing during the times of segregate Jim Crow segregation and how intentional he was in uh, addressing that that part of Christianity the question was how can you be a Christian and a racist how can you be a Christian a pastor uh, you know a lover of Jesus of Nazareth and be on the side of segregation and be on the side of apartheid be on the side of racial violence and he did that. He addressed it. Uh, now, his own folk didn't really like it too much. And it did come across, some say it came across as Marxist, communist, and whatever. But it led to a revolution in what we now, in many um, seminaries, study as liberation theologies. Uh, you have the black liberation theology. You have um, uh, primarily Latin America. That right there is a Latin America uh, uh, liberation theology that impacted the Catholic, the Roman Catholic Church. Um, we have African, Pan-African uh, liberation theology 
that is still um, an expanding field. And then you have feminist or womanist uh, liberation theology. And all those theologies, all those liberation theologies have that same underlying premise. The same underlying premise is that um, God is on the side of the oppressed. And, and although Dr. Cohn wrote a book uh, of that title, the the reality is that for centuries, um, and we can even go back to the beginning of the church age, in the first century church, there was several oppression of cultures and movements that went well into the fourth century as Christianity was established by the uh, uh, Roman um, emperor. And how even within that, you know, different movements, different sects were uh, were kind of you know oppressed, and their voices were were suppressed, and you, you know you had different movements that grew out of that. And then later on in the 16th century, with Martin Luther and his Reformation and the German Church, uh, German um, in Germany, and, and then um, you can go Zwingli and uh, Calvin with their Reformation in uh, Europe. Uh, northeast, North Europe, and all those areas, and you know, leading to uh, the uh, establishment as of the Protestant faith as we know it, and a continued concentration on suppression and oppression as a means of uh, mission, so that when those countries began to um, gain power, influence, and colonized uh, not just in Africa, in the Americas, but as they they colonized and and spread their their version of Christianity, it was done so through oppression by maintaining that sense of we're in control and our God, our deity as we promote to you is the one that you should engage and the only one you should engage. And if you step outside of the confines of what we dictate you as how you should engage our God, uh, you will be swiftly dealt with. And and that was the case, you know, that was the case, you know. Uh, for a long time, the Western church uh, that includes the Roman Catholic Church that was complicit in this behavior um, and in this um, sense of oppression and suppression, perhaps leading the charge in many cases. Uh, that was that was the uh, that was the dynamic that they seem to function in, and in some cases today, uh, the American Christian evangelicals are trying to take up that banner in in some form. Not saying that they are, but but uh Dr. Cohn challenged that along with many others. I could talk, you know, James, uh, I can name a number of uh liberation theologists. Perhaps the best known one now in our modern times uh is Dr. Jeremiah Wright and um he, we saw the condemnation that he experienced uh simply by being the pastor of then uh, the nominee candidate, Obama, 
and some of the messages that he presented um, in the church that he pastored as this theme, the unapologetically Christian and unapologetically black or something to that nature. And in his current leadership, Dr. Otis Moss III is reinforcing that identity and, and um, things like that. Matter of fact, um, and I, I, I digress. But um, uh, Dr. Jeremiah Wright took up the mantle, uh, well, didn't take up the mantle, but he followed in the theme of a black liberation um, preacher. And I myself follow in the theme of black liberation preaching. Now, I don't go to the extremes as some suggest that Dr. Cone did or uh, Dr. Wright uh, has done, but the underpinning premise of their message is that uh, you can't have it one way only. You can't, I mean, the idea that we most most of us were fed about God was that this God was favorable toward uh people of non people of color, you know, white people. That white people were favorable favorable and um desirable and, you know, could only do the work while uh they oppressed others in the mean. You know, while doing so, while they're claiming to serve God, they are oppressing people they're saying should serve God, but only the God they say they should serve. So I mean, he 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 challenged the status quo of church as we know it, and for that, um, for, for that he was, you know, well, he was highly praised and at the same time highly criticized. But his legacy is now with the ancestors, and um, he's he, may he rest well. And may his legacy continue to influence uh, the world. And so we pay tribute to him. He was laid to rest in a beautiful service this weekend. I mean, not this weekend. Um, on Monday at the Riverside Church in New York City. Um, and uh, uh, many did not know that he was in... AME. He was an itinerant elder in the AME church. He never left the AME church. He was very proud. He and his brother Cecil were very, very proud of their AME heritage. Uh, and they did continue to serve, um, engage, and contribute to uh, uh, the, the church design, the Reformation that gave them birth and gave them a voice. That is the AME, African Methodist Episcopal Church. Um, so uh, may he rest well. Anyway, um, so I just want to take a few moments to um, let him know that. It, if I sound kind of, excuse me, off track or whatever, it is, I, I really am because this um, this tech issue, this um, connection issue is really giving me just bothering me, and I just can't understand what why it's, it's not happening. So, the quality of uh, of this the um, show is, yeah, well, it is what it is. But anyway, so um, two things I want to really address, and and I think I can do it in this time that I have. So, um, I want to talk about 
uh, well, I named the show This is America, Truth, Race, and Spirituality, largely in part because of the video that um, um, Donald Glover uh, or Childish Gambino uh, put out this weekend um, by that same title as his singer, uh, his single uh, of that same title, um, This is America. I mean, I, I had the opportunity to watch that on YouTube. Um, I've been following his channel for a while anyway. But um, I watched the video, and I was very intrigued by it. <laughs> it's so many moving parts on it. And, um, you know, I didn't think it was a big deal. It was just a, uh, it is saying I am not connected. Jeez. Uh, let me see here. Hmm. This is really frustrating. Trying to get this together. What I will do is I will come back and do this again. I have to end this one. And um, I'll come back and do this. 